Welcome. Thanks for joining us. You're about to hear a message from our Wednesday night Solid Rock Youth Group service. Solid Rock is a ministry of Living Word Family Church, and if you'd like to know more, check us out on our website at www.livingwordfamily.org. But first, before we play the video, um, Dylan, did that transfer over okay? Okay, good. Before we play the video, I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to raise your hand if you are the type of person to kind of bottle up your emotions uh, and kind of hide them on the inside. Raise them high. If you are the, uh, if you are the, what's the term I'm looking for? Passive type. If you're the passive type, you just kind of bottle that stuff up. You don't let people know about it. All right, how about half of you? Oh, okay, put your hands down. Now, raise your hand. I thought the same thing, but hold on. Raise your hand if you're the type of person that just speaks your mind, blurts it out, and just lets people have it. You kind of fly off the handle, and you let people know right away. All right, that's a few of you. All right, all right. Now, I'm kind of, there's a couple of you who said, well, kind of both. Do you have a tendency to kind of hold it in, and then when you do let it out, it's just like, boom, you let people have it? Yeah, it depends on your mood. All right, no, I can understand that. <laughs> so you either hold it in or you blow it up, right? And some of you are kind of a little bit in between. So that's what tonight's episode, we're going to deal with that. We're going to talk about that just a little bit, all right? Because you know that God cares about your emotions, right? Who do you think gave you emotions? I mean, we're not, God didn't create us to be emotionless robots, right? I mean, he gave us a personality, he gave us emotions. And sometimes, if we're not careful, we can let those emotions get the best of us, which is pretty much what this series has been revolving around. We've seen the, the emotions of some of these different characters. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and watch that video, and then uh, we'll talk about it. If you weren't here last time, here's what you missed. Students aren't supposed to be in here. And what are you so afraid of? My clutch? I left it in the coffee room. What if she finds it? Forget it. You've already got the tickets. Let's just go back to prom. What are you doing? Zip-tying all these doors shut, trapping that Kingman kid in there. And tomorrow, whoever gets here will think that he did the lockers. Brady, you're a genius. I know. Listen closely. Why do bees buzz? Keep watching and you'll find out. If you're new to this party, let me introduce our heroes. Up until the fifth grade, we called ourselves the Bee Squad because our last names all start with the letter B. I'm Hannah Blank, that's Beckett Barlow, and this is Doug Baker. And this young go-getter is Jill Batchelor. Beware, she stings. Fun fact, I got my doctorate when I was nine years old. I mean, it wasn't a real diploma, but I healed a lot of sick stuffed animals. And I couldn't have done any of it without my head nurse, Jill. I took care of the surgeries, and she took care of everything else. She carried lollipops, fluffed pillows, gave sips of pretend water. She was the sweetest. What's taking so long? He's almost done. I'm hungry. Can I have one of your snacks? Snacks? What snacks? Didn't you say that was a snack pack? I don't recall. He did, back at the beginning. Makes me wonder what's really in that snazzy fanny pack of yours. Well, 
like we always said when we were kids, none of your beeswax. A fanny pack with nothing in it is like a scarf in the summertime. It's worthless unless you like to sweat. Beckett's ready. How's he look? Good. I feel like he's missing something. There's a broom closet down the hallway. He's got just the thing. Why are you wearing a suit jacket? I said I'd hold on to it for a while. Hey, you know fashion. How do I look? Not your color. And also lose the fanny pack. I'll hold on to it for you. Nah. Nice try. Now, you guys sit tight. We'll be right back. I don't trust that guy. This is patrol monitor Dana Pinzone, the main obstacle stopping us from getting back to prom. No sign of the intruders. Setting up an outer perimeter check. Over. What? Oh. Mom? Okay, no. I am knee-deep in intruders right now, and it's taking my full, undivided attention. So if you could please just... Wait, what? Wait, which one of the hamsters got out? Mocha? This is Mocha. Well, yeah, you're definitely gonna need to find him before the python does. Lure him back into his cage. The best way to catch any critter. Bait. The buzzing sound a bee makes is actually from the vibration of its wings. I never see you at school anymore. I'm taking college courses at BCC. Me too. I never see you there either. I keep a low profile. Not online. My friends think you're a real style guru. And what do you think? Well, I haven't had time to watch yet, but I'd say you're pretty great. You're famous. Internet famous. I'm still envious. Whatever. I mean, seriously, you have a path picked out for you. You know exactly what comes next. Hannah, listen to me. If anyone tells you for certain that they know exactly what's gonna happen next, they're lying to you. Attention intruders. I have your tiny purse. Case in point. You picked the wrong night to trespass on Kingman High School property. I am Patrol Monitor Dana Pinzone, and I am going to start counting. And the higher I get, the worse the consequences. One. Yeah, right, like she has any authority. We should turn ourselves in. Relax. Two. Is your ID in there? No, I left it at home. Three. Then you're fine. Beckett will take care of it. He better make his move quick. Four. Five? If I get to six, I'll be forced to call the... If I get to 10, I'll be forced to call the real police. Six. Hey, I'm was trying to work here. Sorry, sir. I have reason to believe that eight to ten teenage rascals have snuck into the building for some unknown nefarious purpose. Eight to ten? Try four. You saw? Sure did. They were hooting and hollering, 
So I shook my mop at them and heard them out the north door. TCB, that's taking care of business. Hmm. I like that. Name's Rick Dugan at your janitorial service. Might I guess your name? Is it Daisy, Rose, or Violet? Because you're as pure as a bouquet. <laughs> no, it's um, Patrol Monitor Dana Pinzo. Well, that's a mouthful, ain't it? She stopped counting. I bet Beckett made his move. It's getting late. If you're texting someone at prom, will you ask them if they like the decor? I don't have any friends at prom. It's my dad telling me he can't pick me up tonight. He told my stupid stepmom to come get me. Just tell her I can take you home. I'm not talking to her right now. Oh. Why not? Hannah. I know you're nervous about everything all the time, but if you're gonna make small talk, please pick any other subject than my jacked up parents. Sorry. So, so you saved Doug's life a couple summers ago? Ugh. I'm pulling and pulling, and the hair just keeps coming out of the drain. I'm sorry, this is really fascinating, but I should really get back to my duties. Oh, that's right, the, the case of the stranger's clutch. There's no ID? No ID, I checked. Not even in the pocket? Uh, trust me, there's no pockets. Of course not. You don't seem to be the kind to miss anything. Mm-hmm, <laughs> that's how I was trained. And what does that training look like? I've always been curious. Really? Well, let me show you. 8.48. In how many seconds? I don't know. I was being facetious. Yeah, you do that a lot. So what? Nothing? No, you were gonna say something, say it. You, you hide behind it. You keep your guard up by being snarky. I mean, it makes sense. I think that when your parents don't say what I think you're about to say, please. I mean, look at how many things you hide behind. Can't find excuse, you start a club. With a furious vibration of wings, the buzz intensifies. And what makes you think you have the right to diagnose me? Your psychology credentials are as fake as that stupid diploma you put up on the wall when we were kids. I am not a stuffed animal. I didn't say that. You think you need to fix me? Everybody thinks they have that right. I just wanted to talk. Where is this coming from? Oh, from way up in my guarded tower where I sit alone and look down at all the less popular people, right? You're putting words in my mouth. Whatever. I already have my prom tickets. I can go to prom with or without your clutch or your stupid thoughts about my character. I'm your friend. And yet you waited seven years to ask me how I'm feeling. And even then, you didn't ask. You told me. That's not a friend. Then go. You don't need us. Something we agree on. Oh, Hannah, it was so nice catching up with you tonight. <laughs>
How's that for snark? Like this? Huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> I see. Yeah. But what if there's an attacker from that direction? Simple. You block and go straight for the throat. TCB. What? Sorry. Duty calls. Calm down. Calm down. Don't shh, tell shh, me shh. what to do. Do you hear that? That was the security guard. We came that close to getting caught. Seriously, who cares? We're stuck in this nightmare. I was so close, but hey, are you okay? Where is everyone? I haven't seen Doug, and that was Jill screaming in the hallway. What happened? She exploded. Okay, why were you hulking out in the hallway? None of your beeswax. Were you fighting with Hannah? I'll tell you if you tell me what's in that fanny pack of yours. <laughs> okay, as long as you promise not to tell the others. Promise. I'm the answer man. I have no idea what that means. Every answer to every final, updated for the current year. These go for 50 bucks a pop. I got several buyers lined up for tonight. Mm, well, aren't you the entrepreneur? Yeah, well, now that you know my secret, Hannah was looking to chat, and apparently I was looking for a punching bag. I'm not proud of it. People really just need to get out of my way. Well, I'm sure she was just trying to help. I don't need help. Yeah, I know I'm angry, but this ship on my shoulder is my favorite accessory. And it goes with everything I own. Okay, well, what happens when that accessory gets a little bit too heavy to carry by yourself? Uh I'm sure Hannah was just trying to help you carry it. I, I wasn't there, I don't know, but I mean, come on. Oh, hey, thanks so much, answer guy. Look, I tell you what, ditch the attitude for the evening and I will get rid of my fanny pack. <laughs> you should do that already. You're better than that. Yeah, you are too, all right? No, no more outbursts, all right? Sweet as honey. This night has been terrible. I'm sorry I let you down. I let myself down. It's probably not my place to say this, but I think you're too hard on yourself. You're right. I am. Buzz, buzz, buzz. All right, 
Right behind you. Since buzzing comes from their wings, bees can't go from one place to another without making noise. In order to move forward, they have to buzz. In other words, bees buzz because that's what they does. I'm sorry. Pause right there until next time. And fade to black. Pretty intense. Have you ever held anything in and uh, finally blew up at somebody? Ever had that happen? Why do we do that? Why does that happen? Because eventually you fill up with whatever it is you're holding in and you just let everything out, right? Right? Anger, hatred, jealousy, whatever the case is, you can only hold things in for so long. So tonight we saw how Jill had been holding something inside for how long? Do you remember how long she said? Seven years. Seven years since the Bee Squad were kind of a thing, and they'd all kind of gone their separate directions, they're doing their own thing. So maybe her friends didn't mean to abandon her, but it was something that she, she's been going through stuff with her parents. Uh, if you remember from previous episode, her parents had gotten a divorce, and she didn't want to talk about it. She didn't want to let people know how she's feeling. She said uh, she didn't have any friends at prom, so obviously, I'm not even sure why she was there. Maybe she was reaching out, I don't know, but she was there, but didn't really have any friends at prom, so she's got nobody to talk to. So she's holding and bottling up all these emotions, all this anger, all this stuff, and eventually that stuff just blew. It blew up, and Hannah happened to be the target. She was there. She was asking the questions. It's important to get your feelings out there. It's important to talk to somebody about what's going on in your life. Maybe you're struggling with some things. Maybe there's some things going on uh, with you personally, with your family, whatever it is, and it's important to talk these things out with people before they blow up. And when I say talk it out, I don't mean just necessarily venting to somebody and just kind of shouting it out. I mean, actually just having a civil conversation with somebody, kind of letting them know what you're going through, what you're feeling, how you feel about it. Uh, not necessarily, even necessarily for advice, okay? But just to talk, just to get it out there, just to let it out. Now, it's kind of a gross example, but when you're dealing with a cold, like a head cold, you know, I get those from time to time, what do you do? What are you constantly doing? Blowing your nose, right? Why? It's just junk, just kind of draining out, right? What happens if you don't? What happens if you're constantly doing that? It's just there's junk that starts to build up inside, and then all of a sudden you sneeze. Anybody had a messy sneeze? <laughs> if you don't blow your nose and kind of clear that junk out, next thing you know, you sneeze, and it's nasty. There's a whole mess. Now, that's a gross example, but when you really think about it, when we hold that junk in, these emotions, these things, when we hold them in, all of a sudden, they're I mean, eventually they're coming out, okay? Maybe something triggers that explosion, like a sneeze, or maybe there's something else that goes on and it just continues to pile up and pile up and pile up until we can't stand it anymore. You know what I'm saying? And eventually, 
somebody else could be the target. Eventually, somebody else could get the brunt of that, and all that stuff comes piling out just like Hannah was tonight. Like all of a sudden, boom, she was the target right there. All of Jill's issues may not even have been with Hannah or her friends. <clears throat> it could have been, boom, right there. And then all this, everything just came pouring out. It was just kind of like the, the straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak. Um, so anyway, I want to look at a scripture. We've got a couple scriptures I want to share with you tonight. Luke 6.45. Luke 6.45 says, I want to make sure we get it up there so we can all read it together. In case you don't have your Bible with you. Luke 6.45, a good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. Now listen to this part. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. You fill up your heart with good things, good things are coming out. Positive encouragement. The Word of God. If we fill ourselves up with the Word of God, man, we're going to have that ready to go when there's something that presses against us. I love this illustration. Uh, somebody mentioned this. I, this, isn't, this, this isn't from me. This is from somebody else, a speaker we've had in church. They'd mentioned this, and I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. You soak a sponge in water. When you squeeze that sponge and apply pressure, water comes out, right? Right? You soak a sponge in oil or sour milk or whatever if you're cleaning something up and you squeeze it, what's going to come out? Nasty stuff, right? What you put in is what you get out when the pressure is applied. When pressure is applied, what you have put in is what you get out. If you're taking a test at school, if you've studied and put those things in and learned those things, when that pressure's on and you're taking the test, unless you're one of those people that freezes during tests, uh, when that pressure's on, those answers are coming out. You're going to be writing them down because that's what you put in, right? Same with the Word of God. When you put the Word of God into your spirit, into your heart, the Word of God's going to come out when the pressures of life come on, all right? We put good things in, we get good things out because life will give us pressure. Life will give us pressure. It will squeeze us. Just like we're seeing tonight, there, our, our characters in our story are being squeezed. They're dealing with a high-pressure situation. Who knows if they'll even get to prom or not. <clears throat> but we know that they're going through a lot. Each of them is going through their own life circumstance, their own pressure, their own squeezing, okay? Now, what's coming out? Depression, anger, uh, worry, and anxiety, these different things. These are things in our life we've got to deal with. We've got to talk to somebody. So I want you to look around the room tonight. Look around some of the other people in this room tonight. I want you to be able to find somebody you trust, somebody in this room, a parent, a youth leader, myself, somebody that you can trust, that you can talk to and open yourself up to and say, hey, here's what I've been going through. I just want to talk to you about it, you know? And a good friend is going to sit there and listen. And let me make this perfectly clear. A good friend is going to sit there and listen, not be quick to offer advice, and not be quick to blab, all right? There's some things we need to hold in confidence. Now, I will say this. The only caveat to that is if you share something with somebody that you're thinking about hurting yourself, the ball's in their court. That's, that's something that's got to be shared with somebody that, uh, that needs to take some action, okay? Let's make that perfectly clear. But if you're just dealing with some life stuff and, man, life's just got you down, you need to talk to somebody. You can, before you fill up yourself with all those raw negative emotions that eventually just explode and, uh, and you end up ripping your friend's head off verbally, okay? We don't want that. 
Now, if you're struggling with some stuff, there's some stuff going on in your life, and maybe you've bottled some things in, or maybe you've had a few of these explosive outbursts because there's just so much going on in your life, I'm going to tell you three things. Number one, you aren't the only one, all right? 1 Corinthians 10.13. 1 Corinthians 10.13 says this, the temptations in your life are no different from what others have experienced. The temptations in your life, and we can also say the struggles, anything that you're going through are things that people have gone through before, okay? You are not the only one who has gone through some of these things. I know it can feel that way, but you're not. Number two, you're not alone. You are not alone. The Bible talks about us sharing with somebody that we trust so that we can help, they can help us carry the, the, the pressure, carry the burden. They can talk to us about it. We can just hash it out and talk to, talk to somebody. How many of you, and I, I know of a couple of you because I've talked to you about it, have had something that is just weighing on your heart, something that's going on. Maybe there's a secret that you're keeping. Something's going on and that's just weighing heavy on your heart. And it is like this pressure that is just pu pulling you down. And when you actually open up to somebody and talk to somebody about it, it's almost like, yeah, it's like this, uh, this pressure that's off, okay? When you talk to people about it, when you get it out there, there's a, there's a relief, there's a peace that comes over you because you've kind of relieved some of that and talked about it, talked about some of the things going on in your life. Number three, it will get worse if you don't talk to somebody about it, okay? <clears throat> Has anybody ever heard that phrase, um, time heals all wounds? Anybody hear that? You know that's not true. Time does not heal all wounds. What happens to a wound if you don't take care of it? It festers, gets infected, and can get so much worse. Gangrene, blood infections, I mean just nasty stuff. If you don't properly take care of a wound, it will get worse. Now it will get better over time. Sure, time will take care of that. It will heal up if you're taking proper care of it, right? So when we're talking about our emotions, we're talking about things that we're going through in life, time will not help. Time will actually make it worse if those things are not addressed. If those things are not addressed. The Bible also talks about progressive sin, how there's a sin that takes root in your mind, that if you don't deal with that, if you don't nip it, if you don't talk to somebody about it, if you don't get it out, get it out of your life, it will fester, it will grow, it will metastasize like a cancer. And eventually you will act on what you're thinking about. And eventually those actions will take you down a very dark path. Why? Because it was never dealt with. It was never addressed. It was never healed properly. Okay? So I want you, I want you to stand up. Worship team, you guys can come on up. Amen. Everybody in here from time to time has gone through things. Some of you are going through things right now. This very night. This video has triggered some things in your head. You're like, man, I am going through that. I feel like I could blow at any moment. I've just been dealing with so much in my life. Here's what I want. What I want you to do is, number one, I want you to give it to God. We're going to pray. As we begin to worship here in just a moment, I'm going to pray over you, okay? If you've been dealing, I'm going to just say a general prayer. So you just be in agreement. If this is you, if there's some stuff that you've been going through that you've been dealing with that you've kind of been burying down deep that you've kind of been pushing aside hoping that it goes away hoping that it just gets better on its own I'm talking to you I want you as we begin to worship I'm going to pray and I want this to be your heart's prayer as well okay 
It's time to give those things over to God. Find somebody that you can confide in, that you can talk to and let it out. But we need to give it over to God. The Bible says He will carry our burdens. He will carry our burdens. He will take our burdens. We don't have to carry them on our own. Some of you are going through some rough things. We don't have to carry those things on our own. I don't want you one day to look back and realize that you had been holding all of this in, harboring all of this anger, all of this hate, all of this whatever, sadness, whatever it is, and then all of a sudden one day things just fall apart because you didn't take care of it and you realize it's so much bigger of an issue now than it would have been had you taken care of it. If you would have addressed it. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, I want this to be your prayer tonight. Heavenly Father, thank you so much. Your word says that you will never leave us nor forsake us. You desire to lift these burdens off of our shoulders and carry them. Father, for those of us in this room tonight who are struggling, who are dealing with some raw emotions and some anger or some issues that are going on in our lives and we don't know who to turn to, where to go, We've just been bottling these things up. Father, we just ask that you would take those from us tonight. We give them to you tonight. Help us to find someone we can trust, somebody to talk to, somebody to lay these things out with, Father God, because we know that it is not your desire for us to carry these on our own. So tonight, in the name of Jesus, Father, we ask that you would take these burdens off of our shoulders and help us to heal to know that we are not alone that you are by our side that we have our brothers and sisters in Christ by our side, our family and we thank you for that Father, we thank you for loving us so much that you desire to take these things from us so we don't have to bear them on our own in Jesus name as we worship tonight I want you to keep that at your center focus know that God loves you and that God wants to take these things off of your shoulders. Let's worship together.